Welcome. I'm Rabbi Nahum F. with the Las Vegas Kolel. In commemoration of the second yard site of the passing of my father, Dr. Sheldon Meth, I thought I'd share a story that my dad actually wrote up. Shortly before he passed, my dad put together about 25 different anecdotes, personal stories about his personal life, his professional life, that he felt were very defining of his life. One of the stories he shared was something he would tell over all the time. This is what he wrote. After the first Gulf War, I attended, I attended a classified symposium on the subject of the war and lessons learned. One of the keynote speakers was General Charles Horner, who commanded the United States Air Force in that theater. Among many others, he told the following tale. There was a classified ground-based asset which was used during the war to help warn the Israelis where and when the Scud missiles would land. This asset was actually built 50 years earlier for an entirely different purpose. When they originally constructed that asset, they narrowed it down to two different locations a few kilometers apart. Both of those locations would have served the original purpose adequately. So they randomly picked one of them as the final location for that original purpose. It turns out, 50 years later, if they would have selected the other location, the asset would have been totally useless in protecting Israel 50 years later. What a coincidence, said General Horner. What hashkacha, thought I. My dad would always see God's divine providence, God's hand orchestrating the affairs of mankind. What seemed like a random, arbitrary decision 50 years earlier about where to install a military installation actually proved to be one of the defining elements for the survival of the Jewish people during the Gulf War 50 years later. It was a completely random act, right? Or was it God's providence, God's divine will orchestrating and maneuvering the affairs of mankind to help bring about a salvation 50 years later? There's a remarkable essay written by Rabbi Isaac Sher, one of the great Musser thinkers of the previous generation. He points out that if you look in the Sukkot prayers, the special prayers that we recite on the holiday of Sukkot, the Hoshanas, one of the days we talk about the various descriptive terms about Jerusalem and the temple. We talk about the fact that the temple is the Evan Shasia, it's the foundation stone. We talk about Beis Habachira, it's the chosen house. And then we recite that, the, that Jerusalem is Goren Arnon. It was founded as the Goren, as the granary, the silo of a man named Arnon. This is a reference to the fact that when King David originally purchases and occupies Jerusalem, the Temple Mount was occupied by a silo, a granary, by a Jebusite man named Arnon. And Rabbi Isaac Sher points out, when we go ahead and we talk about Jerusalem during this service, we speak about it in such lofty terms. Why are we incorporating within the praises of Jerusalem some historical factoid that Jerusalem before its founding was actually a granary of some fellow named Arnon? What's the significance of that? Rabbi Sher explains there's a passage in the Talmud that explains that before Jerusalem was settled by the Jews, all of Israel, all the high mountaintops were used as places of avodazara, places of idolatry. And Tosos, one of the great commentaries, asks, if that's true, if all the hills, all the mountaintops were used a place of idol worship, it would be so inappropriate, it would be so unfortunate, the place that would ultimately become the Temple Mount, the place for the Beis Amigdash, if that were used for idolatry, 
How could it be that a place, a hilltop that's used for idol worship would end up being that base habachira, that chosen house, that place of the base hamikdash of the service of God? And Tosus explains, well, actually there is a prophecy, there is a message from God that that hilltop, the hilltop that would ultimately be the place of the base hamikdash, was never used for idolatrous purposes. Rabbi Sher asked, why did that happen? How did that happen? And he theorizes and suggests that decades, centuries earlier, that hilltop, the hilltop which would ultimately be the base Hamigdash, the place of the Holy Temple, for whatever reason, the Jebusites, well, they needed a granary. They needed a silo. They needed a place to store their grain. And randomly, coincidentally, they just picked the, the, the mountaintop, which would ultimately be the Temple Mount. They randomly, coincidentally picked that mountain to go ahead and be the place to store their wheat and their grain. Rabbi Sher explains, was that a coincidence? Was that random? Or was that the hand of God orchestrating the events of mankind? The Jebusites needed a granary somewhere, and God ordained it that the Jebusites, Arnon, would go ahead and build his granary right there on the eventual spot of the Makam Amikdash, the place of the Holy Temple. So that place would be pristine and pure for the Jews to go ahead and build the base Amikdash, the temple for the service of God. Random locations, decisions that people make about hilltops, whether it be in Jerusalem or whether it be about military installations. There's no such thing as a random event. My dad lived his life that way. He always saw the hashkacha pratis, the divine intervention of God, orchestrating, maneuvering the affairs of mankind. Nothing happens by chance. That's how my dad saw the world. When we think about my father, think about the life that he lived, one of the inspirations that I have and that I hope we all have is to recognize all of the events in our lives from the biggest of things to the smallest of details. Everything happens because of Hashkacha Pratis, because of God's divine intervention.